0: are at the very top of uh, Paybet uh, 82A uh, and we are just about uh, the last. Uh, Amud here is uh, the end of the 8th Peric. Uh, so we start off. Amalay uh, Rav Carrying on with more uh, discussions about uh, going um, to the bathroom, uh, we have the following. Rav Huna said to his son, uh, Rabba, My uh, time, Alor Shichat Kamei Rav Chista. Uh, the the machaddan why don't you ever learn uh, with in front of Ravchista, uh because he's got very penetrating insights he's very sharp uh, his teachings are very sharp my, why must I go to him he said tigas um, linen when I go to him he just talks about normal things uh, and he doesn't I want to learn Torah uh, and he just talks to me about normal things. So he says, Amalie, Uh, for example, uh, he told me, to the person that goes to the bathroom, yattiv, uh, you shouldn't sit down uh, too fast, uh, and he shouldn't uh, uh, push uh, too hard, shouldn't, um, you shouldn't put too much effort in, and he shouldn't put too much effort in, uh, because he says the 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 anus really uh, and, and part of the, the rectum uh, rests on these three teeth and maybe the teeth uh, will will go out of place the karkashta vati sakana then you be endangered so it seems to be that uh, um, you know he was he was talking about something uh, if for example like a, a prolapse if you have uh, some kind of uh, muscle that ends up if you uh, push too hard, it will stick out and, and things like that, so uh, he says he 's just giving him uh, advice, but he says that advice doesn 't help me. Um, you know I want to learn Torah, and he 's just telling me how to go to the bathroom what 's that going to help uh, with my torah knowledge so that that 's why i didn 't go so his father says to him the high um uh he says amala so he answers him who uh, asik bhai the the vrita atma mata milidama he's telling you about uh, you know how to how to look after your life uh, he says uh, and um and you saying uh, that it's just general things, it's, it's mundane, it's not important. Call zil gabe. you should look about, you know, you should, even more, how much more so you should go in front and learn from him. So, interesting comment, I think, uh, by, I think it's a uh, about this. He says, obviously, you know, that on the one hand, um, you have to look after your life and, and, and saving a life and then looking after yourself is extremely important. Uh, but you know, specifically uh, in this instance, you um, might be even having a deeper uh, thought over here as well. you uh, might be hinting to him uh, that the world really stands on, on three things. There's a physical world. It stands on three things, Torah, Avoda, and Kumilot Kasadim. And really what uh, what you should do is just not, uh, uh, you know, jump into one of them too hard. You should uh, be gentle and make sure that everything is balanced uh, and that you don't, uh, um, you know, push uh, uh, too hard on, on specifically one of those things because that upsets uh, everything. There's a delicate balance and therefore you have to uh, be careful of that. Okay, so... Uh, um, that, uh, that, that really might be a deeper understanding of, uh, of, of what he is saying as well. Besides, as we mentioned, uh, the obviously, obviously your physical benefits, and obviously if, you, if you're not physically healthy, uh, your learning is going to be affected. Uh, in any case, we move on. Uh, what happens if you have a stone and a bit of earthenware? Now, we just got finished saying yesterday, at the end of uh, uh, yesterday's stuff, that earthenware... <laughs> could be dangerous. We're going to see um, that uh, we might be talking here uh, about a smooth pe- pe- um piece of earthenware, uh, and uh, the question is, so so what do you use? (coughs) If you've got a stone and a bit of earthenware, uh, use the stone, and you don't uh, um, use the earthenware because that might be sharp, uh, and you'll hurt yourself. You know, use the earthenware, and you don't use the the, 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 the stone the Torah, uh because this was, it seems to be that this is on on Shabbat still uh, we're going to get to a, a bit uh, in a few seconds we are going to get to a, a, um, Discussion about where it might not be on Shabbat anymore, what you use uh, then. Uh, it says, no, the, the best thing to do because uh, the, the stone, you know, stones in general are mukta, and therefore rather maybe not pick up the stone, rather pick up something that was from a vessel. Maitveh, uh, we say, is that really? So, um, It says, if there's a piece of uh, earthenware, and then there's a piece of uh, then there's a stone as well. Uh, what you do, you wipe yourself with uh the earthenware and you don't wipe yourself with a stone. Surely uh, that knocks out uh, Rav Huna's uh, statement uh, uh, that, that, that knocked out the first statement in the Brata which was Rav Huna and is in What are we talking about? He says no, what, it, it's not talking about pieces of earthenware but uh, um, uh, a, a smooth uh, vessel it's it's uh, it's the type of thing which has had the the sides rubbed off so therefore um you don't, uh, it's not going to hurt you. Uh, what uh, what uh, Rav Ghista was talking uh, about, what um, uh, Rav was talking about before, he says that it's dangerous uh, to, to wipe yourself with it because it is very sharp, uh, and, and therefore you might cut yourself. He says, yeah, where there is, uh, it's number one, it's a clean, number two, it's smooth, uh, therefore better to use that uh, than use a Mutsa rock, and that's, that's what it was explaining over there. All right. Uh, now uh, a question in terms of you know there is there are two uh, opinions here whether the, you know on the one hand it could be still talking about uh, Shabbat, alternatively maybe even uh, during uh, the weekday. But in any case, let's uh, let's just uh, say that it is talking about uh, Shabbat. There is uh, there is stone and grass uh, in front of you. What uh, what you could um. You know what do you use uh, to wipe yourself uh, uh with over there and uh, and and the question is you know ma- you know maybe uh you worried about pulling up uh, the grass on Shabbat Rav uh Rav Hamnuna there is a dispute between Rav Kista and Rav Hamnuna you should use the stone and not use the grass no you should use the grass but not the stone. May uh, we challenge whoever said uh, the opinion. this uh, is or If you wipe yourself uh, with something that is uh, fire, can uh, can uh, rule over, i.e., something flammable. Uh, um, your, uh, your lower teeth, i.e. something to do with your intestines, uh, that, that is uh, very dangerous uh, and they'll call, cause them to fall out. So it, it seems to be quite dangerous uh, to, to do that, says the Gomorrah. Uh, and the Gemara uh, the answer is, lor kasha, high uh, Where it's, it's uh, wet grass, then you are allowed to do it. Uh, when it's dry grass, that is uh, extremely flammable, and then you wouldn't be allowed to use it. Today we uh, have uh, we we seem to be um, you know we we use things that are flammable all the time uh, and uh, did, you know tissues, toilet paper, whatever we use uh, is uh, is flammable. So the, the Shulchan Aruch actually uh, brings this up and it says today uh, we don't have to be concerned uh, by by the statement in the Gemara and uh, that's uh, we, don't, we don't worry about it. Okay. Good uh continuing on uh, with these uh, top with this uh, idea if if you need to go to the bathroom and you withhold yourself uh, from it uh, there is you know besides being uh, violating a uh, prohibition of Baal, uh, um, it's it 's disgusting not to do that uh, but besides that Ra and Ravina have uh uh, a statement, you know, not even talking about Bal, um, uh, you know, not talking about that. Um, uh, the one says you'll have a bad spirit. Uh, upon you, uh, this uh, disgusting uh, spirit uh, will will rule over you. One there is a statement that this. Uh, uh, disc- disgusting spirit will rule over you, as we learned in the Bratah, if you need to empty your bowels, uh, and instead what you do, you eat uh, as well all sorts of things. I don't know how you would say a bracha beforehand, uh, or anything, or maybe you have said a bracha, and now you need to go, but you want to eat um, stuff before that. Uh, um uh, it's as if you've uh, had, you know, you're like an oven that was reheated from those ashes that had already been burnt in it before. Uh, it is not a, uh, a healthy thing. Uh, and that is like the beginning of a terrible odor. Uh, that is uh, what uh, the Gomorrah uh, comments about that. Uh, and uh, we, we did have this uh, a little bit before. I think uh, we, we had this... Um, uh a uh, uh you know it it's uh a few um uh, quite a few days ago when we talked about uh, this uh, kind of uh, behavior okay um um. The, the next thing. Uh. for What happens if you need to go to the toilet? Uh. Or you feel you feel an urge, uh, but uh, you can't actually go. Uh, seemingly you have maybe a, some type of constipation or something, or you you know the urge is, is not. Uh. You can't just go easily. i How do you deal with that? Ya v'yashav. You should stand up. You should sit down. Uh, and stand up and sit down. I.e. Uh, do maybe a bit of exercise that will get you. Uh, loosened up. That's the first uh, statement from Rav Gista. Rav Ghanan of Nahadea said, Yes, the lake, let's set it in. You should go to another place, uh, to the side of, of another place, and you should try go there. Maybe a change of place uh, will uh, help you go. Rav Hamnun Amar, a third opinion. Yishamesh uh, B'tor B'tomakom. He says if you are constipated, maybe if you uh, manipulate that, uh, you know, with a stone uh, in that area, uh, that will kind of uh, open Open up uh, the space and, uh, and 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 kind of uh, break uh, the, uh, the 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 thing and let let it get uh, you know open it up a bit and therefore it will it will come out by itself. Um, uh, Rabban and Amre, uh the rabbis say, fourth opinion. Uh, you should uh, divert your mind. Uh, seemingly uh, So Rav uh, Acha, the son of Rava said to Ravashi if you, if you divert your mind uh, you, you, you think about something else uh, then you're definitely not going to go So Amalai, no, uh, this is what I meant to say What you should do is leave thoughts of anything else and just concentrate uh, on going to the bathroom and i remember aviumia badifty and revumia difty said uh, uh he says i'm i'm giving you proof like the first man lidi kasilia who taa a so this one arab the Kamviativ ad de shafah uh Kadera. he says, I saw an Arab that uh, he got up and he sat down, he got up and he sat down, uh, and uh, and until that that worked, and then uh, he managed to release it like, uh, it, it like as if it was being poured out of a pot, uh, and that so uh, we see that first opinion what Rav Hista uh, said, he says that was effective. In this um, instance, Rabanan Hanichnas If you need to go to a uh, a big Suda, surah, Suda Keva, uh, fix Suda Yaleich. Es uh, Pamim al Aba ama Amot, vAmila Aba Pamim Es Amot. If you need to go to the bathroom, best to go to the bathroom before the meal, uh, and uh, either you go for Amot, walking backwards and forwards ten times, or you walk. Uh, 10 amot uh, four times uh, and uh, and that will you know help you go to the bathroom you go to the bathroom uh, you relieve what's inside you you shove uh, and you go back to sit in your place okay the next Mishnah, last Mishnah of our peric, Kheris, uh, in, in terms of a piece of earthenware, Kedai Letayn by Patsim It says if there are um, enough Kheris to be liable for taking out on Shabbat, is if you put it between uh, one... A pillar and another, okay, either a pillar or a beam, uh, and uh, and and it would seem that if you're carrying them, you don't want them to bump into each other, so you kind of wedge a piece of uh, um, earthenware uh, between uh, between them so that they don't touch each other and, and, and break each other. So that, that amount of, of earthenware, Divrei Rabbi Huda, that is what Rabbi Huda says. Rabbi Meir, today, lachatot bo etzur. Uh, enough to uh, uh, stoke a fire uh, with it. And uh, uh, that's, uh, that's that piece. Uh, Rabbi Yossi says an amount uh, which would hold a revet of liquid, uh, probably, as you mentioned, you know, somewhere between 86 and 150 mils um, of liquid, 146 mils. Okay, I'm uh, a Rabbi Mayer. Uh, and Rabbi Meir says, He uh, says, even though I've got no explicit proof to the matter, I can hint. Uh, there is a hint that I've got, uh, and what is that? He quotes a pasuk in Isaiah, uh, and uh, the, the Jews are going to do uh, such bad things. Uh, Hashem says that you know I'll break it. The, the same way uh, a potter's vessel gets broken and uh, are, are totally destroyed and they won't uh, you won't even find a, a shard uh, to to put uh, talking about fire and raking the fire um, and uh, um, you cut uh, on the hearth right that is uh, the statement of Isaiah talking about uh, the punishments uh, uh, you know for, for not uh, listening uh, that is that Um uh, and he says, so uh, that's my proof. He says, "That's that's what a piece of pottery is used for, and I quote the verse. Uh, um, Amalei Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi, says, listen that is not uh, um, uh, a good proof. Misham um, Raya, he says, listen lachashoch uh, maim migavay, he says, uh, the, the verse, that same verse actually continues and it says, uh, and uh, to take out water from a cistern. So the, the Jews aren't going to find uh, even a bit of shattered pottery uh, enough to stoke a fire uh, or even to uh, carry water so he says you can't bring a proof from there because it talks about uh fire according to you but also talks about water uh, according to me i.e. the size of the liquid so that's not a good proof Gamora says you buy it uh, uh The question is, uh, shiurah derabbi Meir nafish or Shura derabbi nafish. Uh, you know, in terms of the measurement stated by rabbi Meir, uh, is that bigger, uh, or is the rabbi Yosi's statement bigger? It would seem, you know, and and says the Gemara, uh, <coughs> mistabra. the The logic is, de Rabbi Yossi nafish. It would seem that if you need to carry out a full rivit, uh, it would need to be a bit of a bigger uh, piece of pottery. Uh, if you just have to poke a coal with it, then it would be a smaller one. Uh, however, when we cry. Rabbi but if you look at the the pasuk uh, at uh, the, the quoted pasuk in Isaiah, uh, it doesn't seem to make sense to go the other way around. I.e., it would seem that Rabbi Meir's is bigger. Uh, you know, it, it, it's bigger, uh, and then uh, and Rebbe Yossi's is smaller. Why? It is Sagdatik it Shura Yossi Nafish. would say that Rabbi Yossi's is bigger. Uh, light lay zutra Vahada light lay Rabbah, uh, Rabba, uh the, it doesn't make sense the the flow of the Pasukashim says uh, I will, um, I'm will. i going to punish you uh, so much and, and it, your your vessels will get broken uh, and you won't even be able to find something and then it talks about a smaller uh, measurement and it says you won't even be able to find a bigger v- measurement now obviously that you know if you have a uh, if you can't even find a smaller one uh, you're definitely not going to be able to find a bigger one so therefore from the the simple meaning of the of of the pasuk just the plain shat the plain understanding of the pasuk surely you would say the bigger measurement uh, comes first and you say I'm not going to you're not even going to be able to find this size of uh, of pottery shard uh, and not even uh, that size which is a smaller amount and that's uh, you know that's uh, um, yeah, how could the how could the possibly be read any different? Amarabaya, um, says actually, what are we talking about? Uh, it says, even our Mishnah uh, you don't have to change anything, but you we just have to understand what are we talking about? Uh, he says uh, when you have a the shard of of pottery, uh, he says that is for a big fire. Uh, to have a uh, big fire, to stoke this big fire, uh, we need a much bigger piece of pottery. So Rabbi Meir's uh, size of pottery is, is actually bigger than Rabbi Yossi's and now uh, the um, uh, so it would even be bigger than an amount to hold a revit and now everything lines up uh, and makes sense. Um, okay, Rabbi Yossi says to Rabbi Meir, he says, you know, you quoted the Pasuk in Isaiah about Uh, The fire, but then straight afterwards it says uh, the water. So how do you deal uh, with that? You know. So he says it doesn't seem to make any sense. You only quote the beginning of the pasuk, and now you've got this. uh, You bring that as a raya. You know that's uh, uh, that uh, that 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 doesn't make any sense. So he says. So we say that's a great question, Rabbi Yossi. You know, if you surely you should uh, quote the whole pasuk in order to give uh, full context. Rabbi Meir says no. Lo mi'ba'ah uh, kamar. No, it's teaching you in a in a kind of uh, strange way. Lo mi'ba'ah miri dekhshiv ancheh t'lo' lishlach le. It says uh, you know the, the, obviously uh, something that is important to a person. Uh, you're not going to to find that. Ela fuli miri t'lo' khshiv l'inischeh. Uh, even something uh, so small that uh, you wouldn't uh, be able to 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 find people don't even consider that important law uh, so you're not even go be able to find that smaller amount of uh, a thing even for for something uh, that is a uh, um, or, you know, even for water. So that's what Rabbi Meir says. The, therefore, it's no contradiction to me. Okay, we have uh, finished the eighth peric, Hadran and Lach, uh, and now uh, we move over uh, to the ninth Peric. The ninth Peric is a an interesting uh, chapter um, because of the fact that uh, a lot of it, uh, interestingly enough, does not have to do with Shabbat at all. It is actually um. Following on from what we actually just seen over here, a discussion about uh, different. Um, uh, ideas, uh, almost unrelated, uh, but following a similar kind of concept where we said, uh, where do you know this from? Uh, and, and, and we quoted verses uh, to, to back it up. And, uh, and, and, and now we're going to go, uh, we'll start off with Avodazora, idols uh, Adol, and, and things like that. And we're going to see that uh, a lot of the, the early bits are going to be talking about uh, these unrelated issues. So with an introduction, then we start uh, <coughs> with chapter 9. Uh, How do you know that uh, idolatry uh, can make uh, something tamay uh, the same as a nidah does, i.e. by carrying? What we're going to see here, just a word of introduction, <coughs> in terms of the actual uh, essence of this Mishnah, there are three different types of uh, tumour, uh, the, the ways tumour is transmitted. Uh, the most lenient one, uh, and that is, for example, a sheritz, a small creepy crawly. Uh, that there are eight types of them. They they transmit tumour. Uh, that, uh, in terms of that, is only when you touch it. When you touch it, that is like the lowest form of uh, of tumour. Uh, the uh, the next uh, level that we're going to be discussing as part of the Gomorrah, is really going to be a navela, a tumat nevela, which is a uh, carcass of an animal. Uh, that is not only tame when you touch it, also when you carry it. Uh, that is also tame when you uh, carry it, even though you're not directly touching it. Uh, you might be carrying it, and, and uh, as long as it, you are bearing its weight, uh, then you are... Uh, tame there, and, and then we're going to get to a third uh, category, which is going to be the category of uh, nida, uh, and we're going to see that is also uh, tame with, uh, with with something called uh, a certain type of stone uh, that we're going to see, uh, that is uh, going to be a uh, what's, what's known as an evan uh, <coughs> um, masama, uh, that is uh, like a, a certain type of heavy stone that's going to have additional uh, stringencies to it. Um, <coughs> okay, so those are the three levels that we are going to be talking about now. Uh, as Rabbi Akiva says, how do you know that Avodah has got the tumor of a carrying like a nidda? He says it's like a nidda, so he immediately puts it into the, the most stringent category. Uh, how do you know that? Uh, and he quotes a verse, "Tizarem, Komo Dava Te Tomarlo. Uh, he quotes a passage from Isaiah, uh, which talks about, uh, the the, uh, the opening part not quoted here, talks about uh, defiling uh, the silver overlays of statutes and the golden plating of your idols. And it says, now we get to the part that's quoted here, you will throw them away as you would a, a Dava, which uh, is uh, uh, synonymous with a woman that is a nidah, remenstruating woman, women, uh, and then you will say, uh, and go out, uh, and tell her to go out. Uh, that's, that's really what it talks about. It's about uh, what the Jews are going to do with their idols in the future, uh, Azar, you know, even though Isaiah is hoping that they do it now, but you know, in future definitely will get rid of uh, the idolatry. All right, and uh, and that is his pasuk, uh, the quote from the pasuk, and uh, and in his proof, the nida, Tuma b'masa the same way, a uh, nida, it compares it to enida in the same way, enida is tame with a with with carrying, uh, so too afavod zara matame b'masa, that is Rabia Kiva's view. All right, so tnanhatam we learned in the Mishnah. Uh, in uh, In avoozra, uh, what happens if you 've built a house uh, and you 've got walls all around your property, and then uh, next door to you uh, comes this idolatrous uh, cult uh, they, they come and they start they build their uh, place of worship there and now they use your wool uh, they share your wall and, uh, and you 're not particularly happy about it, but what can you do they 've got zoning rights to do such a thing, and therefore you can 't uh, um, and complain uh, too much, uh, you just have to live with it. Now, the problem is what happens uh, if your house is next to Savoro Zorovenafal and then the wall falls down? As of, uh, uh, what you're not allowed to do is b- rebuild uh, that same wall right there because what then you are essentially doing is rebuilding and helping maintain a property uh, belonging to Avodah uh, And it, it would seem that it could be that the, the wall itself was worshipped uh, and therefore you, by, by you building your wall, uh, you are building up Avodah uh, so then, what is the solution? You have to retreat uh, for Amot, uh, which is like a new area altogether. A uh, person occupies for Amot, uh, which is about one and a half to two meters. Um, uh, you know that that 's a person 's own little area uh and you know we know that from social distancing uh as well interestingly enough, the Torah you know had uh, spoken about that. Uh, or, the, or the Gomorrah at least, has spoken about that much before. Uh, in any case, uh, a person goes for uh, a to his own property uh, and he builds there. Uh, he builds up his wall he builds up the wall uh, in terms of, of that, so as not to build up the Savodozori. You move away from it into your what's, what definitely would be your own domain. Um, and uh, the the you know the, the, the gomorrah over there uh, discusses as well that you you can 't uh, leave that space open for them uh, because that would be result in, uh, in, in in them like expanding their space so that would also help the idol. you 'd have to fill it up with uh, um, thorns uh, or something like that that can 't um, be you know useful for, for them. HaYa <coughs> What happens if that wall was a ground uh, on ground that belonged to both you and this Zorah? Uh, it says Nidon Kmechta Uh Really, what you do is that you uh, um, you, you go uh, assuming you know. So that the, literally the, uh, the the middle of the wall is the boundary between your two properties. Now there's a bit of of, of wall on your side and a bit of wall uh, on their side. Uh, and that's it so so what you can you can therefore uh you retreat uh far from the middle of the wall uh you know and uh in, into your property and uh, and build there uh, and now Avanav Vaetzav, What happens to its stones and its wood afarav and the dust uh, over there? It it says uh, This Mishnah uh, in Avodozora says the the tumah is of of Avodozora is that of sherit shakait uh, And it quotes a. Um, uh, a verse from uh Devarim uh, I think it's in probably would be an Akiv uh this this uh, Pasuk uh and you know other of um I think it's in Akiv uh, and it says that you should uh, absolutely detest uh you should treat it like a sheket, which is like a sheritz uh you it, it should it should be disgusting uh, to you so that is the Tanakam's view that it is a uh, it's the uh, idolatry has got the tuma of a sheritz or shekitz. Rabbi uh, Akiva no, kenida It is like a nida, uh, and he quotes a pasuk Shinema that same pasuk shenema tizareim kmo dava. You should take it away, like this woman that has uh, got uh, that is menstruating. my nida matamah uh, b'masa. The same way a nida uh, contaminates via uh, carrying. Uh, And, uh, you know, the uh, the same way, or actually, in this case, being carried as well, so too, avodazora will make you impure uh, via carrying. So Rabbi Akiva seems to be maintaining his view, but we have to deal with the Tanakama who says like a sheretz uh, and Amar and Rabbi says what are we talking about? Yeah, uh, tizareim. Uh, what does tizareim mean? Uh, it means that uh, at Amakra, what's the pasuk uh, telling you telling you to do? Nachrin who minach. Kazar, you should treat it like a czar, Really, from Tizram, uh, you should make it into something strange. Uh, and uh, like a zar, uh, it says, "Say tomorrow, lo," and, uh, and, and and say, you know, go out. Hikanes, uh, well tomorrow, law, You know, you have to always say to it, "Say tomorrow, lo." You should always say to it, "Go out, hikanes." Uh, All tomorrow, law, You are uh, never allowed to say, tell it to come in. Okay, so that is, uh, uh, th- that is that. And we see, so there, there is a machloket over here uh, between uh, Rabbi Akiva and uh, the rabbis uh, as to what it is compared to. Now, we're going to have two different opinions, uh, at least today, uh, we're going to be dealing with uh, two different opinions uh, about what this uh, machloket, the underlying basis of this machloket, is. Of uh, Amaraba, the first understanding is that of rabba. Uh, it says, B'masa, uh, we are talking when it comes to carrying uh, Tumah, Tukula Alma, Lord Pligi, the, uh, uh, the, the Tama, uh, the, the idol worship uh, is, uh, will make you Tameh, uh, Dahai, it because it is compared to a Nida. Uh, ki pligi, when is the dispute between the rabbis and uh, Rabbi Akiva? Be Evan uh, Masama, uh, as we mentioned in the introduction, and Evan Masama uh, is a big, heavy stone, uh, a very heavy stone uh, that uh, is like you know, this, this huge boulder uh, and What happens is is that uh, it is um, almost suspended uh, above uh, something. Um, if a knitter, uh was to sit on top of that rock, even though uh, the 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 it, the underneath part of the rock uh, does not touch uh, uh, the item underneath it, it is let's say suspended uh, somehow on on some kind of um, block or, or, or some kind of stands maybe. Uh, you've got this big uh, boulder uh, and someone a is sitting on the boulder. Even if there's empty space uh, underneath uh, where the, the bottom of the boulder uh, and uh, it's, it's propped up so that it doesn't touch the ground, uh, a person that goes underneath there uh, is Tame. Uh, that's it. So it's, 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 it's a Zav and a woman that is got uh, a period. Uh, if they sit on this uh, big heavy rock, even though that rock, as we said, is suspended, um, uh, even and even if it is something that it itself uh, cannot become tam uh, the over the tuma almost like goes through the rock and goes to an item underneath the rock, even though as we said uh, the, the the weight uh, there 's no extra weight that is pushing down uh, on this thing it's the the item the underneath the rock is not uh, touching uh, the rock, and therefore there 's no direct weight at all from the zav or the nida uh, on the rock but still it's known as a uh, this uh, evan masama okay and that is uh, that's the dispute Uh, and rabbi akiva uh, Akiva says uh, kenida you compare this uh, avodazora to a nida ma nida matama ha even uh, um, masama uh, the same way if a nida sits on this uh, big stone this large boulder uh, it makes what's underneath uh, it acts as an even masama uh, and, and therefore will transmit tuma uh, to anything that's underneath it vodazora. Uh, so too, a is compared uh, to this, this very heavy stone, uh, this boulder, uh, and therefore, uh, even if an avodazora, uh, an idol, was put on, uh, you know, on top of the rock, uh, anything that would be uh, underneath the rock, uh, anything that went underneath would be tama, even though, as we said, it wasn't touching uh, the rock itself. Rabbi Akiva, that's Rabbi Akiva's view. Rabban and Savra, the rabbis, have a more lenient view. No, they say Kosherec. Uh You have to compare Avodah Zorah to a sheritz uh, In the same way, ma matama even nasama, if a Sheritz was to uh, be placed, a dead Sheritz is placed on top of a heavy rock, uh, what's underneath the rock will remain pure uh, because there's no transmission through the rock uh, and uh, and therefore that is the... The law over there, and uh, we say, Aphavodazora uh, law, even masama. So too, Avodazora will not, uh, the same way as Asheret won't tama uh, anything underneath it, so too, Avodazora won't. So really, that is uh, Rabba's understanding of it. Uh, it says Rabbi Akiva, but now let's uh, have a look at uh, at this explanation in terms of Rabbi Akiva. Now uh, it says Lema So after all, if you say uh, a, a an, an idol. Uh, contaminates and has the same din as a nida, uh, why uh, do you have that pasuk which compares it to a sheretz? Uh, as we said, sh- sh- shakait teshaktenu. Uh, it compares it to a sheretz. Uh, why would you even need that? Uh, because surely if it's on the highest level, uh, then it's on the highest level. Why do you need to compare it to a lower level thing? Um, so the answer is le L'Shamsheh uh, Ha. Uh, in terms of that, the reason is the idol itself has the tomb of Veneda. However, uh, the uh, uh, the things on the idol, uh, you know, for example, at a the uh, um, necklace or whatever they they put on those little idols, uh, it says that uh, is, um, uh, you know, all the things that are on on the idol uh, are, are are defined as uh, as sh- they only on a lower level of too much charrette. Uh That's that's. Um, things that are serving the idol on a, a lower level, like a sheritz. Okay, uh, now we asked the opposite question, uh, why, after all, says the rabbis, uh, would you need to compare it uh, to a nida? Uh, and, uh, you know, so, so therefore, <coughs> if it's just... Um, uh, for you know, the, uh, uh, you know, you could compare it. Uh, if, well, why, why is it compared to a nida? It says lamasa. No, to teach you that it's uh, makes you tame through carrying. Uh, and the Gemara says, well, uh, if that is the case, le'nevela. Uh, so why don't you go? Remember, we said there are three different stages. The lowest stage was a sheret, and the highest stage was a nidah, and there was a nevela in between. We said carrying and touching it. Uh, so why don't you go to the middle stage? Uh, i.e. an neveila stage. Uh, why don't you know? Look, Shah, uh, you should uh, compare it to a neveila, and then we'd still get carrying and touching. Uh, why do you need to, you know, push up the the, the level, as it were, to a niddah? The Gemara says, Yeah, you know, you actually uh, uh, rot, uh, and uh, and that, that's it. So the Gomorrah says, it really could have done uh, such a thing. Ella, uh, however, uh, it it it, uh, it went all the way to a it. Ella, a af avodazora, aina la That wanted to teach us another law. Uh, by the way, what is that? Uh, that is, for example, if a Nida, uh, a woman who is in nidda, uh, loses a limb. Uh, that uh, That limb uh, does not have uh, uh, the tumor of nidda. once it, the limb has separated from her, it it doesn 't have a tumor of a nidda. it 's not that it is uh, um, uh, a pure or anything because it 's got you know it 's still known as as it 's called ava and a limb of a limbing animal, so you know it 's not totally out of the woods in terms of that, but from a technical perspective. Um, we say that uh, uh, the same way as uh, uh, if a woman uh, loses a limb and she is a nida, uh, so too uh, that, that uh, the, the, the thing uh, does not become, uh, the item that it touches won't become uh, impure from, from that. Uh, it's uh, it's you know the, it, it, even if it uh, you know it supports an atom or something that atom won't become tame. Ela, um so therefore that is the the reason that it compares it uh, to instead of a an avela we compare it to a nidda for that specific halacha. Uh, Ela, uh, hi, Devaya Rav Kama Barguria. If that is the case that you say it is compared to that, uh, what about Rabba Kama Barguria's question, uh, which is? It says, if an idol is broken up into pieces, uh, is there, you know, is it does it maintain uh, the law of its uh, itself in terms of uh, the pieces, uh, or uh, does that um, Mean that uh, uh, if it, once it's broken, it's broken, and the tumor uh, disappears from it. So surely, once you are saying uh, that here, uh, tishlot the Rabbanan Evarin, we say that. Um, if you compare it to a nida, uh, then you'd say, well, the same way uh, a uh, external body piece uh, would not uh, tamay, uh, you know, via uh, being separated from a body, it's not tamay nidah anymore. the same way avodazora, uh, if it splits up into different pieces. Uh, those pieces aren't matame. Surely would learn uh, from that. Uh, it says, um, you know, the, and, and the Gemara says, no, uh, rafuna, barakuria, uh, aliba, the Rabbi Akiva, uh, really, the, the the idea is, in terms of uh, Rav Baguria, what did he say? He said, uh, I'm asking according to Rabbi Akiva. I'm not asking according to the rabbis. According to the rabbis, uh, you're right. Uh, that would be a good answer, uh, and then we could learn from that. But I'm asking according to Rabbi Akiva, who says the, the, uh, the, the law relating this to a... Um, uh, Avodah to a is is uh, more concrete uh, in terms of that. That's that's his source. That that is more concrete. Okay, uh, and therefore there's no proof uh, from that way. Okay, well that's you know anyway. In any case, we have uh, set out uh, what Rabbi, uh Rabbi learns from these these verses, uh, and uh, we see that uh, you know although the the difference between Rabbi Akiva and uh, the Rabbis. <laughs> right um, that's how he explains it however Rabeliezer has a different view uh, he says right he says listen this big stone uh, he says even if you put idolatry on the top uh, it is no good uh, and, and therefore he kind of takes it down a, uh, a notch uh, as it were uh, he says that it, even if you put an idol on top of this big stone, everyone agrees that it's not a problem. He pliggy what is the argument about? Permas he says, uh, carrying avodazora. Uh, that is the issue. Rabbi Kiva savarka He says, uh, you're talking about carrying avodazora. He says, we compare it to nida. Ma nida, masa, the same way. Uh, a nida uh, is, uh, would transmit tuma uh, via uh, carrying. Uh, as we said, if she's carried or if uh, she carries something. Avodazora vodazora, So too, avodazora will uh, make you impure if you carry it. Rabbanan savare, the rabbis hold no kusharetz. Uh, we say they compare it to a my ma A law matame b'masa in the same way as a sheritz is only tame you if you touch it uh, but is not uh, tamayu if you carry it a aloh uh, matame b'masa so too even if, if you carry avodazora uh, you are uh, not uh, you won't become tamay uh, it's only if you touch it you carry it without touching it uh, you know on, on, a, on top of a few pillows or something I don't know how uh, you would do so do a thing but you contrive to do such a thing without touching it you carry it uh you actually would be perfectly fine uh, according to that um okay so that is the their dispute now according to rabbi eliezer um Uh, So Rabbi Akiva, now we ask the same kind of thrust of the questions uh, all over again, but just now according to Rabbi uh, instead of according to Rabbi Akiva, we now ask according to Rabbi Yezir. It says, so, um, uh, it it says, uh, the same thing. Uh, what, uh, according to Rabbi Akiva, why do you have to compare it to a What law does he learn uh, from that? Uh, again, as we said, le uh, sheha, uh, for those things, the accoutrements uh, on the idol, uh, i.e. the things that are not essential uh, to the idol, not part of the idol, just the the uh, uh, you know the, the, those things that are on it, uh, they are not uh, too much um, of of masa uh are only two of touching okay uh, and uh, and uh, he says um uh, uh, the, the rabbis we ask the rabbis so the rabbis say if it's just a shiretz, uh you know type of tumor why do you ever have to compare it to a nida uh, much more stringent type of tumor uh, says uh, so too it's, it's the same way if a woman uh, that is nida loses a limb uh, that limb uh, is not defined as nida uh, the same way with a vodazora once it is Chopped up into pieces, uh, or, or its limb breaks off, uh, that is has not got the same uh, strength, uh, etc., and therefore it it, it won't uh, make you tame. Um, again, so now we carry on with these kind of questions. Uh, so you know, um, uh, 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 if it was, you know, why does Rabbi Akiva say that according to this version that to compare it to a nida, surely he could have just gone uh, with a nether. Uh, as we had before, a nether also touches via, uh, contaminates via touching and carrying, so he could have gone to that middle level of nether. Why doesn't he? It says, Yeah, you're right, he could have done that, uh, but therefore, but what is the Kiddush in terms of nida? Ela, ma nida, eina la eina la a uh he says the the same way as uh, uh, the a, a woman if she uh, loses a part of her body uh, and she is a niddah, there is no tumour over there. And the same thing with uh, the Zora, uh, uh, you know, this um, uh, it, it it doesn't. Um, oh sorry in 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 terms of this sorry uh, this is a a slightly different thing than what we had yesterday. Uh, a woman has to lean on something properly uh, for her to transmit uh, tumor to it. if she just kind of rests her hand on it, that is not defined as uh, as um, uh, a uh, uh, a proper leaning on it, uh, so therefore in the same way uh, is uh uh, if she just leans on a bar, that you know, one limb, uh, there's no too much of uh, ma- masa uh, that is not defined as carrying. And the same thing, avodas Ana na that the, so too an idol, also uh, a bit of an idol uh, won't. Um, Make you tameh. Ella, had via Rav But now we we get back to that question, Rav Chama's question. Bar Guria, avodozoray yoshna lavayim or ena lavayim. He says, is you know, what is the law in terms of this? Uh, is it can you break it down into little uh, sections, limbs, or is that you know, is, is the can it be tameh through that or not? Uh, and that is tifshut uh, we ha baini Rabanan baini Rabbi Akiva dainu lavayim. It says. Well, surely we should learn from here that both according to the rabbis and Rabbi Akiva, uh, there's no tumour uh, through the, these uh, limbs of this avodah Zorah. Uh, and we say, Rav Chama bar Guria is in that case. Uh, uh, therefore, what we're saying is that uh, it's it's not. You know, surely we should. Uh, you know, say that uh, it it. Um, uh, we should say it, it doesn't make you tame because seemingly both Re- the rabbi uh, the rabbi sorry and Rabbi Akiva both agree uh, in this case that there's no transmission uh, and we say no uh, the, the the answer to that he's actually only asking according to the first uh, version i.e. Rabbi Akiva's version he's not asking according to the second uh, version over here Okay, uh, we have uh, uh, got to the end of, of where we need to to, to today. Uh, we'll pick up here. Beis Rat Hashem tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.